So namaste, welcome. Let's get started. We'll start in lying down today. So take whatever you need to make yourself comfortable. You might grab something to put under your knees. If that little lift under your knees makes your back more comfortable, you might grab something to put under your head. If you want a bit of padding behind the back of your head. And when you lie down, do all the little bits of wriggling that you need to do to make yourself comfortable. So you might press your feet against the floor. Lift up your hips and just kind of lengthen out your lower back. Wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears. They're just how far out from the sides of the body the arms need to be so the shoulders are comfortable. And you could gently roll the head from side to side. And start to feel into the weight of the head. But when you let the head settle in centre, it's heavy against the floor and maybe a little bit of tension drops out of the neck muscles. And let's follow the breath in through the nose and a long soft sigh out between the lips. Maybe do that a couple more times. As you follow the breath in, you might remind yourself quietly, I am. As you follow the breath out, you might remind yourself quietly, here. Inhale, I am. Exhale, here. Here in this room, whatever your room happens to be today here in this body, lying on your floor, here in this moment in time, not running around organising things, not dealing with children, family, work, here in this moment in time. We might take some time to notice the sounds around you. Let those sounds around you help bring your attention into this moment. So in my space here, I can hear my fridge in the kitchen next door. Every now and then I can hear some traffic going by outside. Occasionally I even hear some bird sounds from outside. Just allow whatever sounds are around you to come to you. You don't need to go out grasping after them. Just allow your hearing to be open. And the sounds kind of wash in and then wash back out. One sound arises. One fades away. There might be moments of silence and then another sound arises. The sounds aren't good or bad. You don't need to analyse them. They're just sounds, they come and go. We can allow the mind to become a bit more pliable, a bit more flexible a bit more fluid that notices one sound and then it lets it go. And then maybe it allows another sound to come in. And then lets that go. So we might even start to notice the sound of our own breathing. The same thing, we might notice the inhale breath arising, there might be a little pause. And then the exhale breath, and perhaps on that exhale breath, that sensation of letting go again. Letting go and there might be a little space, a little moment of silence at the end of the exhale breath. 
We're going to just allow the next inhale breath to arise naturally. moment-by-moment moment awareness. As well as the sound of the breath, we might start to notice some sensations of our breathing. The sensation of the belly expanding, the body filling up. And that sensation of the body emptying out, letting go, softening. That little pause at the end of the exhale, moment of space and silence perhaps. But for the next inhale breath, can just arise into naturally. moment-by-moment awareness again. Just this breath arising, dissolving. We're able to let it go. Then the next inhale breath. And now start to feel into the rest of the body. So feel down along the arms to the hands, feel down along the legs to the feet. Noticing what sensations there are there in this moment. We might start to feel that urge to bring a little bit of movement back into the body. So we could start to wriggle the fingers and the toes. You might like to curl the fingers in and then stretch them out. Right, pick up the hands so that we can rotate the wrists around. You can start to move the forearms around and loosen the elbows. You might start to gently roll the head from side to side again. We might take a moment just to follow the breath in and then all the way out again. And then on the next inhale, we might float the arms up and maybe take them back behind their head or maybe stretch them out to the sides. And then exhale, bring the arms back down again by our sides. And we might do that a couple more times. Just inhaling to stretch the arms out. Exhaling to draw them back in. And starting to match some breath and movement. That moment by moment awareness of this breath, this movement. That's a little pause in the breath, the pause in the movement. And the next time we've drawn the arms back in, we've brought them down, let's bend the elbows and cross the forearms over so we can take hold of the opposite elbow with each hand. We could inhale here and then as we exhale, drop both arms across to the left and let the head roll to the right. And then inhale the arms and the head back to the centre. Exhale, drop both arms to the right and let the head roll to the left. I could do that a couple more times with the breath. There might be some little pauses in the breath, maybe at the end of the exhale when we notice there's a little bit of a stretch in the shoulder.
gone evenly to both sides. We might just roll the arms around in some circles. One way and then the other. And then let's release the elbows and float the hands up towards the ceiling. We might wriggle the fingers and rotate the wrists again. And then let's imagine that there's a rope dangling from the ceiling and at the end of it is just out of our reach. As we inhale, we might just reach the right hand up a little bit higher, see if we can touch the end of the rope. Notice how that pulls the shoulder up off the floor. And then let's relax it back down again. And then reach with the left arm. And then relax it back down. We can go side to side, reaching with one hand, just to touch the end of the rope and then releasing it. And noticing how that pulls the shoulder up off the floor. We might notice how the head kind of rolls and maybe we get a bit of a contraction in one side of the neck and then a release of it when we come out. Maybe we get a bit of a rocking through the rib cage or a slight twisting. You might even start to notice that we're kind of pushing a little bit with the feet or with the back of the pelvis against the floor. And when we've done both sides evenly, let's release the arms down and just let them be heavy against the floor. Maybe notice some residual sensations in the arms from the movements we were just doing. Well, let's wait for an inhale breath and we can float the arms up and stretch them back behind us or out to the sides again. Let's exhale and bring them down and let's bend the knees all the way up over the belly now. Let's squeeze them in with the hands and do a bit of rocking from side to side. And then let's take the knees around in some circles, maybe circling both knees around in a clockwise direction first. And then changing and circling both knees around in an anti-clockwise direction for a bit. And then circling the knees around in opposite directions to each other, like we're doing our breaststroke legs. So we start to feel into their hips. And they might be big circles we're doing, or they might be little compact kind of circles. Again, we could go one way and then the other. And then let's hug the knees in towards the belly and swap both hands over to hold on to just the left knee. And as we inhale, let's stretch the right leg out long along the floor. And then exhale, draw the right knee back in, swap the hands over and inhale into the left leg, stretch it out long along the floor. And we can go from side to side a couple of times with the breath. And then maybe next time we get back to the right leg again, we might pause for a couple of breaths with the left knee drawn in, the right leg stretched out long. We might play around with pointing the toes away. Feel a bit of a contraction in the calf muscle in the back of the right leg. And then we might draw the toes back towards us. Probably feel some lengthening out in the calf muscle. As we continue to kind of point and flex the foot as well as noticing what's happening in the calf muscles low down in the leg, we might notice there might be some changes higher up in the leg in the knee or the thigh or even in the hip. 
And then let's wait for an exhale breath. Draw that right knee back in towards the belly again. And let's inhale, stretch the left leg out long. And do the same thing on this side. So a few breaths here, hugging the right knee in, stretching the left leg out. Let's point the toes away. And then draw the toes back towards us. So pointing and flexing the left foot. And now let's exhale and draw the left knee in towards the belly again. We could squeeze both knees in. And then let's roll over to the side so that we can use hands and arms to help us to make our way up onto all fours. And let's have hands a bit wider than shoulder width, hips a bit wider than hip width so that we can do a little bit of rocking from side to side. Perhaps as we're rocking from one side to the other, the hand we're not leaning on, we actually pick up off the floor and loosen the fingers and the wrists again. And then we spread the hand out wide as we take the palm back to the floor. We might start to walk hands back into shoulder width apart, knees back into hip width apart. Find our nice stable all fours position. And then start to come into our upward and downward cat. Noticing which do we go with first? Do we go downward cat first or do we go upward cat first? And what point in the body initiates the movement? Is it the breath? Is it some sensation in the back of the body or in the belly? Maybe in the shoulders? Maybe in the push of the hands and the knees against the floor. Just perhaps noticing those very subtle details about how we initiate our movement into our upward or our downward cat. Does that allow our movement to become more fluid, become more effortless? And maybe when we've gone upward and downward for a little while, we have that urge to do a bit of circling around, do some hula hooping cats. Again, we might notice where that circling movement arises from. What kind of initiates it? Does our awareness of that allow the movement to be more effortless? We can circle one way and then make sure we go back in the other direction. When we've circled around evenly in both directions, we can come back to our stable all fours position. And let's start to walk the hands out in front. We're coming to our stretching cat. So the arms stretched out long. The tailbone still turning up towards the ceiling. Maybe a bit of a press through the hands. Maybe a little bit of adjusting the torso, letting it kind of rise up away from the floor and then releasing it back towards the floor. And then let's start to walk the hands back in towards us again. Let's come back to our all fours position. And let's come back to our upward and downward cat again. 
And this time as we go into our upward cat, let's stretch perhaps the left leg back behind us, float it up off the floor. And then as we exhale, bend the left knee and draw it all the way up in towards the belly as we do our downward cat. We're starting to work into the legs. We've done a few rounds on the left side pausing for a moment in our all fours position and then making our way to our right side. So from our upward and downward catch, we come into our upward cat, stretching the right leg away. And exhale, bending the knee, drawing the right in towards the belly as we do a downward catch. When we spent just as long on the second side, come back to our all fours position again. Pause for a moment. And then this is probably a good point to whip the socks off if we still have socks on. And we'll walk the hands a little bit further forward. Tuck the toes underneath behind us. Let's sit the buttocks back towards the heels. Get a bit of a stretch in the soles of the feet first. And then we can make our way into our downward dog pose. And again, where do we initiate that movement from? Is it a push of the hands, a push of the feet? There's some strength in the belly. When we get to our downward dog, we could paddle the heels for a little bit. We could rock backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. And we could come into a three-legged dog briefly. So we could float the left foot away behind us, up towards the ceiling, and then bend the left knee so the heel falls towards the buttock. And then let's turn the left hip out. So the left foot falls towards the other side of the body. And we could come out, do the same on the right side. They're stretching the right leg away, foot up towards the ceiling, bending the knee, and then turning the right hip out. Then the right foot falls over to the left side. And then coming out, coming back to our downward dog again. Let's briefly come through a plank pose. And then go knees on the floor, buttocks back on their heels, rest for a moment in our child's pose. Maybe with the arms still extended, or maybe bringing the hands underneath the forehead. And now let's stretch the arms out again in front. As we inhale, let's come back up onto all fours and let's slide the left knee forwards towards the left hand, the shins on the floor. And then let's start to turn the left knee and the hip out so that the foot comes around towards the right hand. And we can slide the right leg away further behind us. So we're coming into our pigeon pose here. Might kind of press down with the hands a little bit on the floor and lift the heart by opening the front of the body. Nice long spine. And then fold forwards over that bent knee. We might support ourselves on the forearms here. We might do a little bit of wriggling of the hips.
and then when we feel like it's time to come out and take the hands flat to the floor again and push down a little bit to pick ourselves up and then slide the left leg back and let's go to the other side so slide the right knee forwards shin on the floor right knee lands somewhere near the right hand let's start to turn the right leg out so the foot wriggles forwards towards the left hand and slide the left leg away behind us let's push down with the hands and lift the heart nice long spine And then let's start to fold forwards over the bent leg. We can support ourselves on the forearms. We might do a little wriggling with the hips, keep them warm, keep them comfortable. And again, when we're ready to come out, we can take the hands flat to the floor so we can push down to pick ourselves up and slide the right leg back, come back to our all fours position. Let's tuck the toes under again, sit the buttocks back towards the heels and then make our way back up to our downward dog pose. So floating the hips up towards the ceiling. We might do a little paddling of the feet again, paddling of the heels. Maybe a bit of rocking backwards and forwards between the hands and the feet. And again, we might come briefly through our plank pose and then go knees on the floor, exhale, buttocks back on the heels. And let's inhale and come back up onto all fours again and then lower all the way down to the floor onto our tummies. And let's reposition the hands a little bit so the hands are underneath the shoulders. Let's come into a couple of cobra poses. So on an inhale breath, let's float the head and the chest up like a cobra rising up. And then exhale, release back down again. And again, as we come up, we might notice where that movement's initiated from. Is it the breath? Is it a little push of the hands against the floor? Is it the back muscles? How can we make this movement as effortless as possible? And when we've done two or three, we can rearrange the arms so that we can push down and pick ourselves up off the floor again. Come back to all fours. Tuck the toes under, make our way back to our downward dog. And then let's walk the feet towards the hands, the hands towards the feet. Come into our standing forward bend. Right, pause and give the head a little shake and wriggle the shoulders. Maybe loosen the hands, wriggle the fingers, rotate the wrists. And then let's come into a few spinal rolls here. So come up really slowly on the first one so you don't get lightheaded. So it might be a few breaths to come up the first time. And then we can let the inhale breath float the arms up. Exhale breath, release the arms and start to curl forward back to our forward bend. Bend the knees a little bit at the bottom so we can push down with the feet, the legs strong to help us unravel again on the inhale. And then curling forwards and down again on the exhale. Maybe one more spinal roll. And this time when we come up, we might step the feet a little bit wider apart. Take the hands onto the hips. 
so that we can circle the hips around, do a bit of hula hooping again. One direction and then the other. And then maybe a little bit of swinging the arms around in some nice loose circles, some nice loose twists. Making sure your feet don't stay stuck to the floor because then you'll end up twisting in your knees. Let the feet move. Let's let the swinging, the twisting slow down and start to walk the feet back in underneath the hips. We start to find our Tadasana, our mountain pose. Could rock backwards and forwards on the feet a little bit, get the balance between all of the foot and the heel. We could rock side to side, get the balance between left and right. Bend the knees and then press the feet down into the floor. Feel the legs nice and strong, hips strong. Lower back relaxed, spine long. Crown of the head floating up towards the ceiling, but the shoulders relaxed. And follow the breath all the way in and all the way out. And let's start to heel toe the feet out wider and come into some standing poses. The feet are comfortable distance apart, the toes all pointing forwards at this point. Bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart, following the breath in and out. Let's wait for an inhale breath to send the arms wide at shoulder height and to turn the left toes out towards the short end of the mat. And let's exhale as we bend the left knee into our warrior two. And a couple of breaths here. And then as we inhale, let's straighten the left knee and bring the hands onto the hips. And then as we exhale, let's tip the pelvis and the torso to the side so that we make our way into our triangle pose. So the left hip drops down, the right hip hikes up. So I'm a little teapot pose. And maybe we take the left hand down onto the thigh somewhere. Maybe the right hand stays on the hip or maybe it feels okay for it to stretch up towards the ceiling. And then we could let an inhale breath float us back up again. Let's spread the arms wide. Let's exhale, bend that left knee again back to our warrior two. Couple of breaths here again. And then let's inhale, straighten the knee, and then exhale the hands back in, turn all the toes around to face the same direction. And then let's go the other side. So inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the right toes out. Let's exhale, bend the right knee, our warrior two for a couple of breaths on this side. And then waiting for an inhale breath to straighten the knee and let's bring the hands down onto the hips. And then as we exhale, tip our pelvis over to the right side. So the right, the right hip drops down, the left hip hikes up. And we might take the right hand down onto the thigh somewhere. Maybe the left hand stays on the hip. Or maybe it feels okay for it to float away towards the ceiling. And 
And then an inhale, breath could float us back up to upright. Let's spread the arms wide. Exhale, bend the knee again back to our warrior two. And then an inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale, the hands back into and the toes back in. I'm going to go once more to each side. So let's inhale, spread the arms wide, turn the left toes out. Let's exhale, bend the knee, our warrior two. Let's inhale, straighten the knee, bring the hands onto the hips. Exhale, tip to the side into our triangle. You might inhale and stretch the right arm away. And then let's inhale to come back up to upright. Exhale to bend the knee back to our warrior two. And let's add in a warrior one now. As we exhale, let's drop the right hand as it comes past the right leg. Turn the right leg and the hip towards the short end of the mat. We might inhale and let both arms float up. And then let's wait for an exhale to turn back to the long side of the mat. Let the arms come down to shoulder height. Let's inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale the hands back in, the toes back in. And then our last side. Let's inhale, spread the arms wide. Exhale, turn the toes out on the right foot. Exhale, bend the right knee, our warrior two. Let's inhale, straighten the knee. Bring the hands onto the hips. Exhale into our triangle on the right side. You might inhale, stretch the left arm away. And then inhale to come back up to upright. Let's exhale, bend the knee back to our warrior two. And then exhale, drop the left hand as it comes past the thigh. Turn the thigh and the hip towards the short end of the mat. Come into our warrior one. And then an exhale to turn out to the long side of the mat again. Release the arms down to shoulder height, our warrior two again. Let's inhale to straighten the knee. Exhale the hands back in, the toes back in. And we might adjust the position of the feet here. And then let's take the hands down to the hips again. Let's inhale here and then exhale and start to fold forwards again. We're coming into our forward bend, taking as much time as we need, making any little adjustments that we need on the way. We might have the hands on the thighs supporting us in a little bit of a tabletop back, that halfway position. Or maybe we let the arms and the head and the spine hang towards the floor so we can give the head a bit of a shake and wriggle the shoulders. And then let's make our way down into sitting. So you could come all the way up into standing and then make your way down into sitting. Or from your forward bend, you might heel, toe your feet back together here. And then bend your knees nice and deeply, maybe fingertips on the floor to help us keep our balance. Come down through a little bit of a squash. And then come down into sitting. Now let's sit with the soles of the feet together first in our bound angle. And we could sit tall here using all of our postural muscles, relaxing the hips, the inner thighs. Or maybe we need another little forward bend. We could start to fold forwards. Maybe we come out of our forward bend, readjust slightly and then fold again. And then if we've come forward, a longer inhale breath would bring us back up again.
And let's slide the left foot closer in towards us and then underneath the right thigh. And let's pick up the right knee and put the foot flat on the floor. We can keep the foot here in front of us or we can take it all the way over to the outside of the left leg. So we've tangled up the legs even more. Let's sit tall here. We might inhale to prepare a little bit and then let the exhale breath kind of release us round into a twist, turning around to the right side. We might find the left arm wraps around the right knee, the right hand on the floor back behind us for a little bit of support and to keep that right shoulder opening around. And then we might do a longer inhale breath to bring us out of our twist. We could untangle the legs, come back into our bound angle briefly. And then make our way to the second side. So we draw the right foot closer in, we tuck it in underneath the left thigh. We pick up the left knee and put the foot flat on the floor. And maybe the foot stays in front or maybe it goes all the way over to the outside of the right knee. So we've tangled up the legs tighter. And sit tall here. Inhale to prepare perhaps. And then our exhale could release us round to the left side in our twist. And then a longer inhale breath would bring us back out of our twist. Let's untangle the legs and let's stretch both legs out long now. Find our Dandasana. So the knees might be a little bit bent if that's more comfortable for the back of the legs and means you can get your pelvis to a more neutral position. Let's sit tall here. Good for those postural muscles again. Shoulders relaxed. And now let's bend the knees up and bring the feet flat to the floor. We can hold on to the back of the thighs or maybe to the front of the shins. Use a little bit of support of the arms and maybe an inhale breath to help us lift the heart, bring the spine into neutral. As we breathe out, we might think about breathing out from down low in the belly so we access that core support, a bit of a preparation for coming into our boat pose. We might let go with the hands. We might come up onto the tippy toes and then start to pick feet up off the floor. And then we could take feet back onto the floor, stretch the legs out long again. And maybe we inhale here and then we exhale and we start to fold forwards, a relaxed forward bend, the counter pose. A longer inhale breath would bring us back up into our dandasana. We can sit tall again. And then bend up the knees, put the feet flat on the floor. One more little boat pose. So adjusting the position of the spine first. You might inhale and lift the heart. Exhale from down low in the belly, access that core support. And then start to let go with the hands, maybe pick the feet up off the floor.
And then when we take the feet back to the floor again, stretch the legs out long, sit tall in our Dandasana, follow the breath in, and then exhale, start to fold forwards again. And then a longer inhale breath to bring us back up to upright. Let's bend up the knees and maybe go for a little walk on the sitting bones. Make sure we've got enough mat behind us so that we can recline our way back down onto the floor. We might stretch the arms and the legs out long first. Maybe a couple of breaths here. And then draw the knees in towards the belly. We can squeeze them in with the hands, rock the legs from side to side, get a little back massage. And then maybe we circle the knees around, maybe in a clockwise direction first. And then anti-clockwise, both knees going in the same direction. And then perhaps knees going in opposite directions to each other, doing our breaststroke legs. Circling the knees in one direction and then the other. And then holding on to just the left knee with both hands. Let's inhale, stretch the right leg out long along the floor. Exhale, draw the right knee in, slot the hands over. Inhale, stretch the left leg out long. And exhale, draw the left leg in. We might go a couple more times to each side. And when we've done both sides evenly, we might squeeze both knees in briefly and then release the feet back onto the floor. Let's step the feet nice and wide. Let's stretch the arms out to a comfortable position. And then let's drop both knees over to the right side. The knees really scissor. We can float the knees back up and drop them over to the left side. So kind of doing that windshield wiper action with the shins. And then when we've done both sides evenly, we can bring the knees back to centre. We can walk the feet back in towards each other again. And we can pause for a moment in our easy rest position. Follow the breath in and out. And just notice what residual sensations there are in different parts of the body. The particular residual sensations that you're feeling seem to be crying out for a particular last movement or stretch here. Maybe another twist, maybe rocking on your back again, maybe even doing a bridge pose, maybe stretching the feet up towards the ceiling. Any kind of last movement or stretch out that you feel like your body needs so that you can be comfortable for your final relaxation.
And when you're comfortable, when you're ready to come into your final relaxation, your shavasana, do all those little adjustments again. So maybe you press the feet against the floor, you pick up the hips and lengthen out the lower back. Maybe you keep the knees bent or maybe you stretch the legs out long. Wriggle your shoulders down away from your ears. Adjust the position of the arms, the distance from the sides of the body so the shoulders feel most relaxed. And maybe you roll the head from side to side. Just loosening the neck. And then let it settle in centre. And then take some time to follow the breath in through the nose. And a long soft sigh out between the lips. And consciously welcome yourself to your final pose for the practice. Following the breath in, you might remind yourself, I am. Following the breath out, you might remind yourself, here. I am here. Here in this body. Lying on this patch of earth. Here in this moment in time. And let's do a little scan through the body. The body's such a useful tool for helping bring our attention here into this space, into this moment in time. So let's take our attention all the way down to the feet. We might wriggle the toes to help us get our attention there. And then let the feet be and just see what kind of sensations we notice there. Sensations on the outside surface of the skin. Maybe sensations in the interior of the foot, the muscles, the bones, the joints. And taking that same very curious quality of attention to the ankles, the lower legs, the knees, the thighs, the hips, the buttocks on the floor, the pelvis, the lower back, the sides of the waist and the belly, maybe even the organs inside the belly. To the upper torso, the rib cage, front of the chest, The upper back resting against the floor, the shoulder blades, the contents of the rib cage, the heart and the lungs, and take your attention to the shoulders and down along the arms, the upper arms, the elbows forearms, the wrists and the hands, and then back up the arms to the shoulders again and up into the neck and the head, the weight of the head resting against the floor, sensation of our scalp underneath our hair, 
all the muscles of the face, across the forehead, around the eyes, across the cheeks and in the jaw. Feeling the eyes resting gently in their sockets. Feeling the breath on the inside of the nostrils. Tongue and the teeth inside the mouth. The inner ears. Even the brain inside the skull. Now feeling the whole body all at once. The whole body. All of those sensations. The whole body right here in this moment in time. And our heart and our mind just resting here with it, right here in this moment in time. Now there's no need to open our eyes just yet. Our practice is nearly over for this morning. Time to become aware of the room around us again. And whatever sounds there are around you in your space. Start to draw some deeper breaths back into your body and bring some movement back into your body, wriggling your fingers and your toes. Gently rolling your head from side to side. You can start to rotate wrists and ankles. Start to move around arms and legs. We stretch everything out and we have a really big yawn. Maybe we curl everything in and we rock on our back. When you feel ready, roll over to your side. Maybe take a breath or two there just to prepare yourself. And then make sure you use your hands and your arms to help you to make your way up to sitting. Let's sit comfortably. Bring the hands into prayer pose in front of the heart. Let's bow the head down towards the hands. Take this last little opportunity to observe the effects of our practice on our physical body, our heart and our mind. Consider what it would be like to carry just a little bit of the goodness of our practice with us as we go back into the rest of the day. How would we physically hold ourselves? What sensations would there be in our hearts and our minds? Let's release the hands out to the sides. Take a nice big inhale breath. Stretch the arms out. Blink the eyes open. Exhale your hands down through prayer. Shanti, peace.